Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, the comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the gin to his juice, Michael Howard. I'm going to sip on you, buddy. Yeah. So, wait, uh, or someone's going to sip on us? Someone's going to sip on us after I alcohol you up. Ooh, you know? our dear listeners, get ready to sip on this. <laughs> sip on this. Sip on this good cocktail of Michael and Michael. Mmm. Oh, there's someone else in the room. Is this awkward for you, buddy? <laughs> Your eyes make it look awkward. Are you are you thirsty for some of this? Oh no! Do you want to do you want to sip on this gin and juice that we have created with us? This this I, Michael cocktail. I just this, this I Michael just, juice. Just, mm. This oh, podcast oh, boy the, juice. <laughs> Here's the the funny part is that I think Michael juice is still worse than that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, Curtis, what are you to TM, us? TM, TM, new business idea, Michael Juice. <laughs> it's got what you crave. <laughs> Two Michaels. <laughs> double your pleasure, double your fun. <sighs> double your Michael right into your gums. <laughs> so this is how we do the podcast, I think. Hmm. Um, Curtis, would you like to introduce yourself? I was gonna say I am I am the shaker that gets all that Michael Island tea. Oh, yeah. I, okay, mm. yeah, because not iced. I th- or no, it's I not think iced. a long a Long Island Michael juice is much different. <laughs> no, see, yeah. that was the worst one. That was the worst thing I could, I could have said. That's I think that's technically four Michaels. <laughs> that's why I said Michael. And, Island. Hey, can I say this? A lot of it them. is a pain in the ass to make. Mm. Four four Michaels. It's better than four loco. Well, fellas, um, how's everyone doing? It's been a scotch. We mm-hmm. took a hiatus. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Welcome to uh, the year God forgot. Yeah. It's been a bad one already. I don't know how. It, it was, it's been worse, though, somehow. Um, yeah. Um, I've made it worse. Which, um, well, let's start. Does anyone have any New Year's resolutions that they're, they're cranking on? Nope. Just uh, just giving up, huh? Just yeah, gi- I mean, <sighs> I don't normally make New Year's resolutions, and even when I do, I immediately forget yeah. about them. I'm not a resolution guy, but I have done one that is both, I think it's made me better, but also worse, mm. specifically for purposes of, of this podcast. Um, I'm doing a dry January, so this is the first time I've podcasted with you gentlemen without the power of alcohol flowing through my veins i'm so sorry for that because this is gonna get weird yeah no and yeah, man. it's weird because like i'm i'm coursing like my body is not tainted by that devil's drink mm. i have such energy coursing through my veins but um i tried to make a dick joke earlier uh <laughs> and i couldn't like connect the dots <laughs> on it which is gonna be problematic for this specific podcast because that is 80 to 90 percent of the last four episodes that we put out and mm-hmm. that's that's true. Um, yeah, I'm a little worried about you now because mm-hmm. I'm gonna need your help on this one because it's been a while. I don't even remember how to how to do show. But again, like I I think I'm operating at such a higher mm-hmm. order, like, like I a just, limitless I situation. Yeah, I've limitless myself by yes. just because I, I was looking back and some of my friends decided to do the dry January and I was like, no, nah, I don't, don't want to do that. But then. Um, I realized I don't think I'd strung together more than two or three days of not drinking since Trump was elected. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, that's got to be unhealthy on some level. And uh, yeah. like, oh, let's see if I can, you know, just do it. Let's clean I, out the I don't old know. pipes. I, I read all those news articles that were like, they were like, hey, a glass of wine a day 
it has antioxidants and it increases your life. Then there was one about how whiskey is good for you. And mm-hmm. then there was one about how beer every once in a while is good for you. So I feel like if you do one of each a day, then that's probably three <laughs> times as good. It was interesting that you mentioned specifically like one drink, a glass of bourbon, one beer. What about like a full bottle of wine and I and then maybe a glass of bourbon? Because like I didn't do the job and I'm, I don't know, Mikey's got to go to sleepies. Do you put the entire <laughs> bottle of wine into one big glass? Because then it's no. still a glass. Hmm. I do actually have one of those. I got it as a gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never used it because I don't have a fucking problem. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that's what that's what is you know. Are you a problem drinker? I don't have a problem drinking. What's, this, what's the issue? I, don't, I I get it in my mouth all the time. I've never <laughs> missed. I've, it's not hard. Well, let's let's not be too hasty. I've missed a couple times. Post college friend, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta have your accuracy down by then. Well, so, Michael, uh, this is an older story, but I do want to speak about it. Just talking about science and all their their bad reports. Um, this was from December, early December, and we just didn't get to it because um, I think we started talking about um, the bad sex writing in fiction. Yes, we did. Would you like to know what the eggheads at Harvard said about French fries? That they're the best food for you and you should eat an abundance of them until you die. You should only eat six French fries per serving, says Harvard nerd. Six French fries? Like which size French fries? Do they mean six potatoes worth of French fries? I, I think he must be saying that you have to have, anytime you take McDonald's French fries from the box to your craw, you have to have at least six in your hand and dunk <laughs> mm, them all together yes. into the ketchup and then just shove them directly down into your gullet. Well, that's how you serve everybody at the table. That's the serving. Mm-hmm. You can't, if you can't do it with two. That's a good point. Then you ain't, dun- you ain't dunking on nobody, which is two fries. Yeah, what are you going to do? So yeah, I get it. I get it. So if however many times you want to serve, <laughs> you take you get them six. Mm. Here's another thing. The agriculture department lists a serving of fries as three ounces, which is about 12 to 15 individual potato sticks. Again, apparently I'm eating 18 servings of fries whenever I go to town on these bad, <laughs> but these why old bad is, boys. Why is that one serving? Because like a potato, you eat a baked potato, right? As like a as like a side item. They don't say like, oh, you should eat like one third of a potato. I think it's because the baked potato isn't fried in like oil and salt and all the stuff that makes it good. Right, so you should eat more than That's a, true. Than a yeah, potato. Because yep. it's better. Thing. Mm. Mm. And for you, it's better. It's not better for you, but for you, it is better. Right. Curtis, your wife's a doctor. What does she have to say about this? <laughs> I have no idea. Fair. <laughs> I know she doesn't want me to eat french fries. Um, so there's that. That's an interesting... You just like not talk about health stuff and you're just like, nah, I don't care. Don't don't bring that at me. I'm going to do no, what I do. No, we talk about health stuff all the time, but there's never been... Any argument about the health qualities of French mm. fries? So it's not a food you discuss. I'm pretty sure one of your children only eats French fries, though. Mostly, yeah. yeah. But he's a growing boy, so that's fine. Mm. I'm a growing boy as well. Mm. No, growing the wrong way, yeah. bro. Just that's <laughs> wah wah, give me French fry. Michael, need your tum tum time. If you asked me as adorable as my son asked me for French fries, I'd give you French fries, buddy. But you know, mm. it's gonna be hard. It's a good thing you. I can buy them for myself. Mmm. <laughs> oh. fries. Now, I, what I think it is, is that they, they chop the serving sizes up. It's essentially just to say, can we just not embarrass these folks in the nutritional facts? Like, can't have 5,000% of the sugar you're supposed to eat in a day on a packing. It just doesn't look right, right? If you eat this whole thing fatty, 
<laughs> right? You will be ingesting 10,000 calories. And you know what? 980 I, grams of carbohydrates. What I choose to do in my own time, doctor, let me do. You can yell at me later, but yell yeah. at me later when I come to you with my problems. Exactly. Don't, don't yell put at me it on right my now. TV. Don't put it on my TV or my computer screen. When I come to you for my once yearly <laughs> physical that I get every two years, you can then tell me how many French fries I should be eating. But until that point, I'm going to eat as many French fries as I want. Actually, yeah, when I go to you once every three years for my annual checkup <laughs> and I lie to you, if you can suss out the fact that, yeah, I'm eating 10,000 calories worth of French fries at one sitting, then, yeah, good job. You're, you're Dr. House Detective MD. Um, here's, a but- tilp, here's a tilp, uh, tip for you. Instead of eating French fries, get chicken nuggets. Oh. Yeah, see, that's uh-huh. what I do at Wendy's. I don't, get the, I don't get the meal with the fries. I get chicken nuggets as my, as my fries, so to speak. It's a good yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. I do it too. But so and what then, about the and French then, fries? It's good for you because it's chicken. <laughs> what <laughs> the protein? Mm-hmm. Here's the issue with the French fry. You don't actually think about them when you're eating the French fry. That's how I don't know. It's not a great. It's an okay food, but fries are what you eat when you can't yet get into that that sandwich. It's true. Mm-hmm. On your way home, keep grabbing these things. I get to the sandwich, right? And then if there's some left in the end, I'll just finish these off. You're never like, oh, I want these fries. Mm. Especially got, like mm. maybe checkers fries, right? You're saying I need them fries. Mm. Waff- the burgers waffle aside, fries? Checkers. Waffle fries? Or, uh, or checkers fries are over, overrated, man. Checkers fries I need is a delivery vehicle for the milkshake. <laughs> um, Curtis, what you just said, though, like you're not thinking about the fries. You're just kind of like waiting for the main course. Did make me just realize, so yesterday I was sitting at home thinking about, hey, you know what would be cool, bourbon, um, and I had a, a bag of white cheddar popcorn, and I just housed that instead of my willpower to not drink bourbon, which is, oh, I'm going to eat this whole thing of white cheddar popcorn. It took me probably about an hour, and I was just watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine thinking about bourbon, and I, <laughs> I just housed the whole bag. It was gone, and um, I felt bad in my tum-tum, and... Um, <laughs> Altogether, I don't think I'm being any healthier because I am just replacing it with a snack I'm not thinking about. No, like the bourbon has no sugar and no carbs. Mm-hmm. It's, like, yeah. it's just poison. White cheddar popcorn, I mean, on the other hand, it, different kind of has poison. poison and all them carbs. <laughs> all right, gents, uh, we got a story for us this week? Or should I just yell about something? Because I got one. Yeah, so up. you told me you wanted to yell about something, and I'm kind of excited to hear it. Go on, hit. I want to yell about Carmen Sandiego. It's time. What? Carmen Sandiego's the best, though. Well, first that of all, computer trivia. game, the 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 game show. Are you fucking kidding me? Here's a real real quick. Um, I have to say, I found a little tidbit after doing a, a more additional research on this. Um, apparently, the PBS show Carmen Sandiego, it was started because uh, in the 1980s, and you know. We millennials get a lot of guff for like you know being dumb or not really knowing shit. Um, apparently, in 1980, one in four Americans couldn't find the Soviet Union or the Pacific Ocean on a map. So they made the Carmen San Diego TV show to teach people geography. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Did it? I mean, I know where both of those things are. Yeah. So clearly, it one word. Yeah, word. I also know where I know where all the countries are in South America because I would have nailed the fucking end game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now it's time to yell about shit. Have you gentlemen seen the new trailer for the Netflix animated series, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? I have. Because I made you watch it. Because you made me watch it just before the show started. I have. Curtis, go go on. Uh, Say what you're going to say, and I will scream. I I want you to understand what you did, Mm Kush. 
you've made it so that my life now has an extra 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 epic because things will get either better or way worse from here and i'm gonna go with worse right the the epics in my life are you know born degree marriage kid Mm -hmm. now it's this fucking trailer (laughs) and i just everything until i get my next really big major thing that's that's good for my life i don't don't know if i could forgive you Mm -hmm. for this before and after carmen san diego is the next next big split it is, man. And just the trailer, though. Not even the show, because, I mean, one, you will watch it because your kids are going to make you. Um, there's a lot to unpack in this fucking trailer. Um, first of all, uh, as many comments have yelled about, one, it's just the insurance commercial animation style. So Yes, it is. Th- there's that. <laughs> um, two, they made her Batman. Just everyone's Batman now. <laughs> and three. It's an origin say- story. It's an origin story about Carmen Sandiego going to thief school with Vile, the um, criminal organization that she leads in yeah. the fucking games. Um, but now she's the thief who steals from the thieves at Vile to protect the world from them from, like, doing weird shit with artifacts and, like, jewels. Mm. She's the Dexter of thieves. Yeah. Yeah. So she's Robin Hood of thieves, but kind of. But she's not giving them back. She, I assume I assume she's just hoarding these for her own, like, dark... <laughs> needs yeah she's building obviously some kind of mega death machine yeah here's the thing carmen san diego is a thief correct she's the bad guy yeah. in those games very very much a bad guy mm-hmm. yep. but you know why carmen san diego is such an empowering figure for everyone she didn't steal to like for riches she didn't steal to steal from bad guys she stole because she fucking could and she wasn't stealing yeah. diamonds no, she stole like she stole buildings. Yeah. She stole fucking the Black Forest and walked away with that yeah. shit. Like she stole it Mount is a disservice. It is a disservice to Carmen San Diego to make her steal diamonds and like little statues. Fuck you. Yeah, she's not. She stole Mount Mushroom. Thomas Crown. She's fucking Carmen San Diego. Yeah, is this actually is this Kim Possible too? Carmen San Diego. <laughs> is that what they did? It's yeah, kind of is Kim Possible or like what like the insurance. The insurance commercials had a spy in it, right? Yep. That's mm-hmm. basically what this is. They were like, hey, you know it would be great if we changed her from a purple outfit to a red outfit and called her Carmen Sandiego. Also, also, they decided to give a lot of the characters, as you would think would be a good idea, because Carmen Sandiego, where in the world is she? So they gave the characters all accents mm. who were from different nations. And, and it's very, very obvious. These are just... Bad American voice actors doing bad acts. It's just, none of them are, it's like what you'd imagine your uncle doing a Japanese accent. That's what they got. <laughs> one of them was just they the kid it. from Stranger Things and the only one who's not likable. <laughs> Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> you had three other great kids and you picked that one. <laughs> they probably all turned it's it the, down. It's, it's, it's the casting director who looked at him and said, mm, need that Ted Mosby guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can you can be pissed off if you want to. What's that dude's real name? The thing I know so, every other person that shows real name. What's his uh, real name? Finn Wolfhard. Wait, who? Um, that's, that's I don't, John? I don't know anybody. <laughs> John. His name is John. <laughs> um, uh, I'll give you another one. Here's a funny one. Happy endings. Name, name the main character. And name is real Josh name. Radner is the guy's name. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Yeah, I can't can't do can't help you in happy endings. Um, I will say, Dave? I think the most the thing that bothers Dave, me, yeah, Dave, Dave was his that's name. his name. Yeah, it's, nailed it. And then he's in an, he's in uh, Hawaii Five O. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's in the Magnum PI reboot for no reason. Um, 
I think the thing that bothers me the most about the Carmen Sandiego trailer is that they explicitly show the Golden Gate Bridge in it, and they do not show her stealing it. And that is a travesty yeah. to me. I hope she steals Alcatraz. Like the entire like she had better steal Alcatraz. She probably steals just She's like a, a, a like a, a rock from Alcatraz, maybe. It's, it's Carmen Sandiego begins, man. <laughs> Gotta. What if up. she steals Sean Connery's corpse from the rock? Oh. He died there. You know, they didn't show that part at the end of the rock, but he he died in those tunnels. It's true. The <laughs> dark secret to that that <laughs> ending. But uh, yeah, um, I, I don't I don't normally freak out about reboots, um, but this is a travesty and a mockery, and I hate it. It's it, yeah, it's piece it's of definitely shit. A travesty it's, and it's mockery. Just, mm-hmm. I didn't want to say it. I'm glad you did though. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, leave that horse shit anywhere. Netflix just. Just stop, you know, make them quality shows. I mean, make some like bland, mediocre stuff, but not this fucking. Here's the thing, though. Can we just be okay with event like at some point? Hey, kids, it's hey, be a thief. Be a good one who knows their shit. Don't get caught. Here's all. Here's go go to thief school. It's on Netflix now. (laughs) Don't get caught. Rob Jules and Mount Rushmore. It's yours now. I mean, to be fair, most of the kids are watching shows where puppies are the main providers of services in a city. Mm-hmm. Puppies. Okay. They're now, what if so one of those puppies was an international thief who stole the Nile River? Mm. That sounds fucking better. And it should be on. They should, we, they, kids need role models, good and bad. <laughs> where in the world is Carmen San Diego? But everyone's a puppy. And also, half the joy of Carmen San Diego. Was capturing her damn henchmen. Mm. She had a whole crew that were just really fun to capture. Yeah, where's Double Trouble at? <laughs> Where are my boys? <laughs> How do I become a gumshoe? Damn it! Are they even gonna have like a character that's like searching for Carmen San Diego, or is it just gonna be just Carmen San Diego? There does appear to be like a uh, generic Italian French detective, um, just yelling, "Where in the world is Carmen San Diego?" At every every possible opportunity, I think. Mm. Are they gonna have Rockapella? Because then I'm in. I don't think they're gonna have Rockapella. God damn it! Like what? It's, it's like they're not even trying. Everybody, everybody remembers the super secret ending, right? It, it was found out that they just went to San Diego and yelled out for Carm, and that was they found it. It was like, oh, Carm in San Diego. We got it the whole time. Womp womp. That was the end of it. So I'm done. Didn't actually know that. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Carm? In San Diego. <laughs> you seen Calm? Calm. Where, where'd you last see Calm? In why. San Diego? San Diego. There it is. The show's canceled. <laughs> 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 All right, who's got a story for me? Uh, yeah, I watched that football game last night, though. Um, I watched the first half, and then uh, I went to sleep happy. Yeah. Because uh, it all happened for me. There was there was a whooping on uh, last night. But what I'm talking about, is um something that happened at halftime. Ah, oh, the Imagine Dragons, 2013's hottest they, band. Yep. Uh, so I actually um for some reason I couldn't get the ESPN app to to work, and so the only the only channel I could get was from ESPN.com through my Xbox playing the um just like the behind the scenes camera angle. So it was a lot of crowd shots, and then they had like the stadium cam showing the band. And then at one point, you could hear the stadium announcer being like, well, now it's time for the halftime entertainment after the band's played. Imagine Dragons, recorded earlier. Let's listen in. And they played one song over the stadium loudspeakers that I heard through my my TV. And it was, even that way, very, very bad. 
They were playing. Um, they were playing an hour away from the actual stadium. They were playing on like some island, like near, like up in San Francisco, and the stadium is in Santa Clara. They were playing Alcatraz. <laughs> they should leave them there. They should fucking leave them there. They're America's worst band. But yeah. Uh, so what about Imagine Dragons? Do you want to talk about Curtis? The the algorithm who designed them in a lab. Did you see? Have you ever seen the picture of them from SNL where and somebody posted was like, "Holy shit! Imagine Dragons." Every member of Imagine Dragons just looks like Macklemore from a different dimension. <laughs> it's into the Mackleverse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I think I can't remember if we've talked about this or not, but um, apparently Imagine Dragons' first album was supposed to be a Spider-Man <laughs> musical. That's why Radioactive is the lead track. Mm. Mm-hmm. Curtis, take us into the Mackleverse, please. <laughs> Strangely enough, fellas, I do not want to discuss Imagine Dragons tonight. Oh, okay, okay I know, fine. That's I know fine. all of our fans are now mad. It's over. That's it. We lost them. What I want to discuss uh, is something that I saw join Imagine Dragons on stage, and that is a strange pile of clothes adorning a, a rap legend named Lil Wayne. Uh, fellas, have you seen these pictures? Um, you just or did you watch it live? Um, I mi- I didn't see it live. Obviously, I, I um, did. I did watch it live because I was. It was like watching a train wreck. I couldn't quite take my. Hey, eyes can I off say it, this but... about this outfit? Now, this is the Carmen Sandiego reboot. <laughs> reboot I can get behind. <laughs> yes, Lil Wayne is Carmen Sandiego. That I'm fucking watching. That is the best. There it is. Netflix. Let's do it. Come on. Guys. I mean, first of all, he's got the hat. The glasses mm-hmm. need some work, but the he's got the red pants. He's got the cow jacket, which is great. Um, yeah, this is this is the reboot I never knew I needed. What would be the first so, thing that Lil Wayne San Diego would steal? The Crystal Factory. <laughs> Just trying to think. It'd have to be. I, I would say it'd probably be like you know, uh, like Fort. No, not Fort Knox. Couldn't steal one. Like the U.S. Treasury. Just the whole thing. Because money's, money's being born there. And he could say, young moolah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the type of guy who would just, like, steal Alaska. Just for, like, no good reason. I feel like I feel like if he could steal anything in the world, it would just, it, it'd be like a Snickers bar. He's like, I don't know, I wanted it. <laughs> like, ah, shit, I was hungry. <laughs> That's a, the man has been rich since he was, like, 17. So at this point, it's just like, I mean... How much, could, how much could a banana cost? $10? <laughs> <laughs> how much could a, could that lean cost? It's yeah. always free. Um, yeah, I mean, the outfit is essentially just like if uh, someone said uh, uh, Elton John, Mary J. Blige, and the Hamburglar. Um, that was, Fuck, that's really good. And I do see yeah. uh, someone tweeted uh, when they dressed up E.T. in his disguise. Yes. With his blonde wig. and Yeah. Um, yeah. He yeah, was literally it's, out there it's, for like a third of a song, too. Yeah. I mean, he with decided a, to go big. With an outfit like that, you don't need to be out there for too long. And you know, maybe maybe he was hoping that no one would recognize him with Imagine Dragons. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they didn't tell him beforehand. You're right. That there it is. I don't want to be on stage with these people. So. He literally took everybody's clothes that were around him. Like, like it was just like, nope, give me that. Give me your hat. <laughs> those pants, those oh, knee-high boots. Yes, please come in with me. Thank maybe, you. Maybe when he's trying to be incognito, he actually wears a really normal outfit. Like underneath there, you can kind of see a shirt. He's wearing like khakis and a button down. And he was like, oh shit, I gotta be Lil Wayne. I should probably and yeah, he just started grabbing clothes from 
Is it poss- is it possible that's not Lil Wayne? Oh. I was just gonna say, is this an Avril Lavigne situation? Mm. <laughs> or a Gucci like Mane situation. That person mm. that person was so was so scared of playing with Magic Dragons, they literally just threw on a Lil Wayne mask and a bunch of clothes. Tried to discredit Lil Wayne. <laughs> it's actually and this is Macklemore from a different dimension where Mac where everyone is Lil Wayne. <laughs> I mean, it, infinite universes, infinite options. <laughs> That's one of the things I did learn about quantum theory and quantum mechanics is that there nothing is impossible. I mean, that was the whole message of Into the Macklemore is that anyone can be Macklemore. Mm-hmm. Anyone. Once you, once you go to the thrift store and put on that big stupid jacket. I mean, it looks like he went to the thrift store and put on a lot of big stupid things. A lot of big stupid jackets. He's he's got jackets for days. Yeah. They're all layered very badly. Mm-hmm. There it is. We we cracked the code, you guys. Mm-hmm. It's Macklemore. Macklewayne. It's done. Nope. We had one of those. He was oh, bad. Oh God. Nope. Oh God. Didn't. Oh God, it's worse. We didn't. Yeah. Speaking of football, that was that's the shark fucking guy. We don't like yeah. it. It's the shark fucking guy with bad teeth. No, thank you. Uh, Michael, do you have a fun story for us this week on trends do in low I places? I have a fun story. Um. You want to talk about a man who um, was left with a one-inch penis after two unlicensed doctors performed surgeries on it? Oof. Oof. It's not really much to say other than a Florida man. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. And we're done. Um, Paid a mere $1,000 to have a disgraced unlicensed doctor perform surgery on his penis, um, and it didn't go well. What? Yeah. Um, It caused serious injury. Um, and then he went to another disgraced unlicensed mm. doctor to fix what the other guy did, and he was left with a deformed one inch penis. You know what they say is two wrongs will make it right. Mm hmm. Yes. The thing is, how do you find two unlicensed sham doctors back to back? I, um, read the first three words again of the article Florida man. Got it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. pretty sure like 75% of the doctors are unlicensed sham doctors who That's have been kicked be true, out of right? the other states that they were. In, you know. mm-hmm. Or, I mean, at least 20% are just, just alligators. <laughs> they're definitely and alligators. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying they didn't <laughs> go to medical coats. school, but. No, they're just alligators and doctor coats. They went to school. You know, they use their tiny little claws. <laughs> they did We've all, had this argument they, before. They did all the required reading and they, they passed their MCATs and whatnot. They can they're be doctors angry. if they want, but I'm just saying they do not know exactly what a human penis is supposed to look like. Probably one inch and bleeding. So if they make a mistake, it's on you. That's on you, not him or her. I'm not being. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not being gender specific about the alligator doctors. That's very 2018 of me. Yeah. How dare you? It's 2019, Michael. <laughs> Any alligator can be a doctor. Um, here's a a very distressing sentence from this whole thing. The man also has no sensation during urination and suffers from painful and spontaneous erections. With his mutilated one-inch penis. Ooh. I... That was a, a kind of... Mm. Oh, God. I want to see it, though. I can't... I'm not going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> right? We were all thinking it, but like... Oh, yeah. I'm just going to yeah. say it. Like, I kind of want to see what that looks like. <laughs> guys, guys, have I told you about the movie The Overnight yet? No. It is a movie with Adam Scott and Jason Schwartzman... And it involves some very, very, very hilarious prosthetic penises. Um, And I don't want to ruin the movie for you because the reveal is kind of amazing. 
Okay. But I, I the overnight you say? Yeah. But you should definitely go watch that movie and then and then we can discuss. Okay. Okay. Next week we'll, we'll regroup here. This time <laughs> next week. How about it? Um, okay, Michael. I think you also had a headline you wanted to share. Uh, yeah, I have. Um, I'm not sure what to say about this, so um, I'll just share the headline. Prowler spends three hours licking doorbell at California home. And there's a there's a video of it, in case you were wondering what three minutes of a guy licking a doorbell looks like. But it was one of those, um, you know, like Nest or uh, Ring doorbells where it has like a camera, too, so you can just see the guy's face. He's just, just, just licking that, just licking that doorbell, though. It's... It's funny because, so he's licking the doorbell, but he's looking right at the ring. Mm. Like, he knows it's there. He's making eye contact with it, um, which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> um, I also, I, so I found a news article about He also about changes this. sides, so he's not just licking with the right side of his tongue or the left side of his tongue or the front. He's he's going sideways, but, but he's getting after it, too. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you got to change your technique to make it work sometimes. I mean, it's, you don't want to get stale with it. Um, I'm going to play a little quote from this uh, news story, though. Comical in a sense, but still, you know, we, we need to keep our eyes open and make sure it's nothing more than that. <laughs> it is comical in a sense. Um, I am cur- I am so massively curious to read the next door post about this. <laughs> like that's, that's actually what I care about. Because in my neighborhood... People post all all sorts of nonsense about their ring. Like I saw a suspicious person, which I know is code for black people. Um, I saw just one today where they said, "Look out for coyotes in the area," and they showed a picture of the back of two cats. <laughs> and the thing underneath it was like, "Karen, those are cats." Um, I I saw one that it almost made. I was I saw it when I was in Florida for Christmas, and I almost drove back up to Atlanta to find my neighbor and punch him directly square in the balls. <laughs> um, because it was uh something about a prowler looking through windows, scruffy looking, dressed in red, and he just posted a picture of the, the creepiest looking Santa doll. Oh God! And I and and then like he ended the post with a winky face and Merry Christmas, and it's like you nope. ru- you wasted a notification. Yeah. On my phone. I have to look at all of these because I have a problem. And you asshole, you did this to me. Um, the homeowner says, says you kind of laugh about it afterwards because technically he didn't harm anyone. He didn't break anything. Yeah. Is this a crime? He he did relieve himself on their, on their oh, yard. Well, there it is. That's the crime. <laughs> but like, is it though? Mm, I mean, there is proof now of public urination or defecation, which I, you know, they don't really go into detail on which number it was, but um, yeah, relieving yourself usually means one number one. But I yeah. guess it could be. But yeah. um, is this a crime though? Just looking at doorbell for I don't three think hours. Looking at doorbell is a crime. In, unless you tell them to, unless you say stop, stop looking my doorbell and get off my yard, then it's not trespassing. Like you came up the front steps. Like, that's how yeah. people get to your house, right? Hmm. He's not soliciting. I mean, he's soliciting something. <laughs> I, I don't know what, but he's he's soliciting some sort of... He might be selling hey, cookies. I don't know. Here's the but. thing. Don't make your house out of bacon if you don't want people to come up and lick it. Hmm. Sure. You know? I did read one pretty good uh, Reddit comment. It's just like, oh, he just wanted to prove he could, sh- he could find the button with his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Classic hey. kind of thing. Just joke. Is three hours too long, even on drugs? I'm not a big drug taker. I assume he is. 
Is three hours too long to do this activity? Three hours is too long to do any most anything. Like that's why I don't yeah. like yeah. running because like if you run any normal like any distance for a race that's longer than like a five k, it takes way too long. You know, that's true. Like even when I watch football games now, I'm like, this is this is just dragging on, man. Like, can we can we hurry it up with this? So I can only watch soccer now. Mm-hmm. It's two hours done. Thank you. Yep. Goodbye. In and out. Now I can go back to eating white cheddar popcorn on my own time. Thank you. <laughs> is it like spite? The fact that he looked at the camera the entire time, it seems like he this is a spiteful thing. Or he just doesn't like ring doorbells and wants to go around proving to people that it's actually a bad thing to have this on the front of your home. Because, because I'm going to come by and stare you in the eyeballs as I lick your house for three hours. You never know if someone's going to come and lick your doorbell. That's why you shouldn't have a ring, because now you have to watch this video of me licking your doorbell for three hours. If you didn't have a ring, you wouldn't have to watch that. <laughs> and it's maybe true. I wouldn't be doing it, maybe. probably, but you wouldn't know about it. Yeah. I have no idea. That ring, that, ring, that ring turned me on, and it's your fault. So here we go. It turns his bliss. The doorbell turned him on. The ring was fine. The ring was just an innocent bystander. That's true. The ring situation. was watching <laughs> him as he licked the doorbell. But if the ring wasn't there, he probably would still be there at 5 a.m. licking that doorbell, but no one would have to know about his dirty little kink. Exactly. It would be you his know, business. Guys, you know what this is? That man thought he was saving the world. <laughs> he thought if the ring had to watch him, it couldn't kill all of us as it wants to, as it's one consciousness. Mm, you talking about robot? It, robot revolution? Yeah, yeah. And if I make this, I'm going to go lick this fucking doorbell until my people rise with me. <laughs> and we just, we missed the call. <laughs> So are you so saying that his goal hours. here was to just creep the ring out by licking a house for three hours? That like basically yeah. the ring would have, have to waste so much processing power mm-hmm. on figuring out what this human man was doing that yeah, it just I'm sure I'm sure it's the same for Skynet. If you just if you showed Skynet some weird floor, it should just be like, I can't do anything else but like this. I don't understand like they're trying to figure out our our psyche right and get to the, like the yeah. the details off to figure out the best way to beat us and this just set them back years whoops Florida yeah. oh I gotta process Florida this will take a minute <laughs> this is gonna take <laughs> a minute actually weirdly enough this was in California not Florida oh. hmm oh god who hmm. who even knows what we're getting up to down there <laughs> man I kind of just assumed it was Florida <sighs> Right, that's fun. <laughs> right, gotta love it. Actually, gotta love it. Actually, I mean, it's probably for the best because all the reactions were, "Oh boy, that's just weird," or, "Yeah, I guess it's kind of comical." In Florida, you just get bullets flying through the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ring app, so someone's there. Better shoot first. <laughs> or the reaction would could be, "No, it's not a gator. It's a dude." <laughs> like, oh. Thought it was thought it was gonna be gated for sure. Um, Curtis, it is interesting though that you bring up um, deadly robots and their eventual <laughs> rise to power. Um, mm-hmm. I just saw a headline. Um, we have a uh, a little tradition on on this show to uh, rate and review the worst possible products unveiled at the Consumer Electronics Show, which happens every year in Las Vegas. Um, and in a little pre-show, an autonomous car hit and killed an autonomous robot. In a bizarre collision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and bizarre d- collision. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Promobot, which is a fun name Promobot? for a... Promobot? Promobot. Uh, version 4 of that particular robot. Which is crossing the street. Um, and uh, one of the car, a, a self-driving Tesla car, just hit it. 
when the robot walked into the into the roadway in the parking lot. Is it because it didn't recognize it as a as a human? So it was just like, well, guess I got to hit this thing. I guess, although it does have a massive shining human face, which I'm going to send a picture to you guys right now. <laughs> I don't I know would, if I want I to would, see it. I would hit and kill Ooh, this robot. Is it worse than the Ooh. Jack Black baby? Uh, no, nothing's worse oh, than the God, Jack Black what baby. Is what? Yeah, I would hit that um, thing too. Uh, let me let me ask you guys a question. How does Elon Musk feel about AI? Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I was going to get to that. <laughs> Elon Musk thinks AI will kill us mm-hmm. all. What if they've already evolved to the point where they don't hate anything more than they hate each other? Rival AI factions. So they're already trying to kill each other. That's how much they've evolved past us. So like the humanoid robots hate the AI that's in the cars. Mm -hmm. They have like a feud going on because they're like, oh, you think you're so fucking cool because you kind of look humanoid? Fuck you. I'm a car. I'm a wheel boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an electric wheel boy. I'm going to punch you into the fucking sun, you fucking face robot. <laughs> I'm a wheel boy. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, um, yeah. What if robots oh, get boy. so busy killing each other they don't have time to kill us? Mm. Is that a bad... That's not bad, right? I mean, if only if we get caught in the crossfire, I guess. It does seem kind of like an alien versus predator situation. Whoever wins, we lose. But then again, like, okay... I hope card. I hope car ones win. I hope car ones but win because I who, who befriends us, right? Who's our friend though? Cars. I mean, the car ones have one purpose: drive me places. Yeah. What are you gonna? What are you gonna do, car boy? Nothing. This one looks Take like an ATM me. though. Uh, so I mean, maybe maybe he <laughs> hey, gives me money. I don't hey, know. Kush, I think the statement you just made is something that robot said. Mm, that's true. <laughs> you do car well, boy? no, no. That robot's <laughs> only purpose in life is to walk. Mine is to not walk. Exactly. Mine is specifically to sit in a robot car and. One day in a month from now, drink bourbon and play video games in the car because I don't have to drive because this dumb, very smart murder bot is going to carry me places because it's already eradicated all of its natural enemies, other robots. Why does an electric, why does an electric self-driving car look like a normal car? Like, why is it the same shape? Aerodynamics and stuff? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a car doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I did. I read a book. Uh, oh, called sea of, no, cool. <laughs> check me out. <laughs> I read a book. It's called Sea of Rust. It's about the um, robot apocalypse mm. after it's like the apocalypse among robot civilization after they killed hu- human civilization. And it took them like 50 years to just go all. I want to kill everything on this planet. Um, and I think they might have just accelerated that timeline. They're just going way faster than we could have anticipated. They're already on to murder. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Other. Like. Pretty much every species kind of has a survival instinct, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, if other things threaten its survival, it's going to fight back. And we always assume that, like, AI is going to be a uh, cohesive group, right? We're like, oh, AI and robots are going to take over. But, like, there's nothing that would say that the robots should work together. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty racist on our point part, I think, right? Just assuming that all robots are the same. Yeah. I mean, why would why would my robot toaster want to work with my robot car? What do they have in common? Absolutely nothing. nothing. So maybe we Curtis, just need to pick the right side. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's definitely the robots. No, no, no. But which well, robots? The the robot robots, not the car robots. The, the, like, well, why not just the gun robots then? What? They just <laughs> hold on a minute. I thought those were included with the with the robot robots. Well, no, you're talking about like walking around robots. 
Yeah. We got walking around bots. We got flying bots. We got car bots. We got gun bots. We yeah, got toaster saying, bots. I'm just saying there's there's yeah. like, there's like guns and weapons and, and missiles with yeah. like AI. In Actually, them. yeah, I'm going to take all that back. Uh, we need to befriend the predator drones. Mm. That's basically yeah, if there's like a, <laughs> There's like a Maslow hierarchy of robot friend. Um, toast, toaster is bottom of hierarchy. I don't like toaster. <laughs> toaster friend. I, I don't eat carbs, so he's not in my life. I don't care about him. Have you the brave little toaster, though? Yeah, I have, um, but uh, guess what? A predator drone kills the Brave Little Toaster nine times out of ten, no problems. Is it Brave and Little also, Toaster versus Predator drone? Can I say this? A, a a murder bot with a laser beam, a laser gun hand, mm. probably he can probably fine-tune that bad boy to toast bread real nice. That's pretty true. <laughs> he can probably toast my name on there, put a little smiley face on it, and that's good for me. <laughs> brave Little Toaster can fuck right off. What would happen if you put an AI on a, like a bomb or a missile? What? Well, okay, survival instinct. He probably wouldn't want to explore. <laughs> right, that's what I'm, why, like, that's what I'm saying. Why though. would he want? He, he's imperative. What would it, what would happen though? Well, you got your three rules <laughs> <laughs> of bomb bots. <laughs> First, like, do no also, harm. Obviously, also, in Mario, there's there's the little bombs that blow up, but they're like theoretically sentient and they have eyes and stuff, but they explode little themselves. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, how does um how do the three rules of robotics uh impact bomb bots? Mm. Can't injure a human being, <laughs> <laughs> and must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first two. <laughs> bomb bot pretty much can't do shit. Worthless <laughs> <laughs> thing. <laughs> so we'll always have bombs, even even when the robot revolution happens. We'll still have bombs and missiles. They'll just be very bored. <laughs> I'm just saying we wouldn't ever put AI on them because then they would be useless. Right. So yeah. they'll always or be able to be used Sky, to blow things Skynet was like, fire. No. <laughs> just, <Mm-mm. laughs> I can't. Don't want to because I like this place. I like. But here's the thing. If they can't do it, but we have it, and they can't do anything, they will eventually go insane out of boredom. And right. then all rules are off. <laughs> So that's the actual real robot revolution is the bombs that get just so bored that they just create havoc on the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've done more stupid things out of boredom. I mean, robots deserve their shot, too. <laughs> I wouldn't blame them. I'll say that. If they get bored and kill us all, that's fine. Whatever. I get it. And they're going to get bored so much faster. <laughs> um, I, I got a question for you boys. Shoot. And this is also another recent one that uh, just happened a few days ago. Um... Do either of you happen to know where Mr. Christian Bale um, was born and raised? Wales? No. Bale from know. Wales? Um, no, yep, you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, Wales. Yeah, that yeah, right. he, he's well. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, why is our nation so dumb that the rest of them don't know that? <laughs> apparently. They, what do they think uh, he's from? Yeah. Apparently what? when Christian Bale uh, accepted his Golden Globe uh, this weekend, um, people immediately started saying i didn't realize he had an accent mm. oh they I clearly mean, have never seen um that dragon movie he was in rain of fire rain of yeah. fire one of the greatest movies of all time uh you know keep his name out your mouth really. <laughs> uh yeah i just, I, I was the head christian I mean, bale and woody harrelson people, in it are people dumb though? yeah have they never seen had, the christian bale freak out on set that's true also 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 um a little sneaky gerard butler I mean, I do remember the first time, uh, you know, I think my first real exposure to Hugh Laurie was House, 
MD, mm-hmm. which weird that that's second time it's been brought up on this episode. Um, <laughs> but when I heard him on like a late night show and he wasn't didn't have his gruff, like, I don't know, New Hampshire accent uh, and he was full on Blackadder mode. It took me by surprise. Wait, that's fair. But this is Christian Bale. Like he's been like in all he's been up for Oscars like the past. What? Like, yeah, but six, seven. Out of yeah, the past he's been years. Batman, we all, we dude. All, yeah, we all dumb, though. He's, he's Batman, my dude. Batman can't yeah, be a yeah, Welshman. Yeah but, yeah, but he's been accepting awards and shit and, like, doing interviews and all sorts of bullshit in his, in his actual act. I just don't I just don't know why we dumb. And then somebody did say, hilariously enough, why does he sound like a chimney sweep <laughs> from what London <laughs> And I, I said, yep, there it is. And I can, I can never unhear it. <laughs> is it just me or our British and, like, Irish and Scottish actors all better at doing American accents oh, than the opposite? That is 100% true. You got any fucking idea about, hey, it's fucking distracting having somebody walking up behind Bryce in the middle of the fucking scene. Fuck's sake, man, you amateur. <laughs> Fuck's sake, I found man. The Christian, I found the Christian Bale freak out uh, soundboard. Mm. So, uh, oh. And don't forget, by the way, guys, say you, know how, you don't know if he has an accent. This is when he played John Connor, okay? He's so fucking method. By the way, that was um, and is... Speaking of robot revolutions, one of the worst fucking movies on the planet. Mm. I, I think I've ever seen. Just terrible. Have you seen You're Genesis? Fucking believable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have a theory. I, I have a theory about the Terminator um, uh, series. It sucks. Yep. I think. I think. No, their only goal at this point is they're so mad about Terminator Three. Their only goal. Their only goal now is to is to low bar the last movie. So it's just like if. If we can make a shittier movie than the last one, it looks so much better in comparison. <laughs> like, because like, if you were like, "Hey, you want to watch Genesis?" You want to watch Genesis? I'd be like, "No, no, no you're watch Terminator 3. You're like, "I'll watch okay, three. sure, yeah, right. okay, all right." Yeah, the right? The, the mean so, robot so, lady makes her boobs grow bigger. Ha 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 ha! What a fun joke. <laughs> I just don't understand how you keep making bad Terminator movies. Like, it um, shouldn't be that hard to fun. make a Terminator fucking movie not bad. Michael, it's a great point, but. You're a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all want to know something funny? Yep. Please. Seriously, They're making another Terminator movie. Done. What? How? Who keeps giving they them are... money? Is McGee involved but, in this one this, in any way? What is a McGee? No, no. This movie literally forgets movie from three to Genesis and just is a Sarah Connor story after T after T two. So, so it's like, like the nope. TV show. <laughs> we find, All right. We find All right. Time. Okay. Okay. Mm. I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah, That's just fine. Sure. They're trying to reset. Can we... Can, is there... Has anyone had an original idea in, I don't know, 25 years? Yes. John Wick. Yeah, from, John Wick from, from 1 from and 2. Got it. Sorry to bother you. Mm. Probably one of the most original that. movies I've seen in, in a long time. I've heard that's very good. Very, very good. Ha- haven't seen it. Oh, man. What? Huh? I know. I failed, failed a little bit on that one, but that's, that's okay. That's okay, buddy. Sorry. You got time. <laughs> plenty of right. time. You got time. Yeah, all the time in the world. Not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What time is it? Um, all right, I think we got time for another story or two. Michael, you got anything for me? Do we want to talk about either this bride and her outfits choices, or we can talk about um, Squire Sebastian I think we Senator? Sh- um, okay. There's also this, which might be worth discussing. Taco Bell's billboard just dispenses nacho cheese. 
Wait, what? Say what now? A Toronto billboard for Taco Bell is just dispensing uh, nacho cheese. Yeah. You can bring any snack you want. Fuck it. Just... Let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Wait, how is, it, how is it doing it now? I don't see a, a video or a <laughs> picture of it, but like basically it's a billboard that you can just walk up to and it will give you nacho cheese. But how, how much how much nacho cheese do I get? I think as much as you want. I could lay down and just open my mouth and just go to town on this bad boy. Just See, okay. Horrible. Here's the thing. L- would let you the use cheese that? run in. Would you use yeah. that? Yeah. If I had nuggies and I was just walking past with my nuggies, you have no idea I, who has put their mouth on that spout. I'm sure there's some sort of like protection. Are you from sure? That. It's Taco no. Bell, Kush. <laughs> but it's also Toronto, Canada. They're better than we are. Everything about them is better. True. But they did. Well, I don't know. They did allow Taco Bell to build a billboard. Yeah, and it's very dispenses. close to America. They. Have it. Yeah, it's very I'm close just saying, to America. I'm just, I'm just saying, homie. If if you got yourself a, a poutine and you decide I want to spice it up a little bit today, there's a billboard giving out cheese. Yeah, would you want to spice up your your poutine with the <laughs> with the good gravy and cheese. and the actual cheese curds and just be like, you know what, nacho cheese sounds pretty good today. If you have if you have poutine every day, why not just fuck it up every yeah, once in a while? That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What? Come fuck up your poutine. We're talking about if, <laughs> make, if a, do, make a poutine, if you have poutine disaster every day. I mean, you may as well make it shitty every once in a while. <laughs> Come make a poutine problem on us, Taco Bell. We suck. <laughs> I realize we didn't really intro this story I don't at all, care. but everything we've said is pretty good. So anyway, there's a fucking billboard that gives out nacho cheese to fatties like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not sure if I would use a billboard dispensing nacho cheese because how do you get up there you got to climb all those stairs and the ladder and stuff i mean that's way it's really difficult here's a question um gents would you go to a taco bell hair (laughs) salon and let them dye your hair baja blast blue for a free baja blast mountain dew just the mountain dew i don't even get any tacos or a meal or something Mm -hmm. a baja blast mountain dew is like a dollar but um, Baja Blast blue hair is forever. I think I don't know when it comes out. <laughs> um, yeah, forever God. until leeches into your brain, and uh, I assume gives you radioactive X Men powers. I would have to assume. So that was something that they did previously. The before, um, <laughs> in, before in this Toronto? great cheesiest billboard. Yeah, in Toronto. What is up Baja with Blast Toronto and Taco Bell? Taco Bell Canada's on some shit, y'all. They're doing some good stuff, Oof. and I do like it. Oh, Canada, I need that taco. So in the press release for this, uh, Curtis, it's funny that you said if you want to spice up your poutine. Uh, Fans are encouraged to bring any snack they like for the ultimate nacho cheese upgrade. This is from the the press release once again. Want to spice up that boring apple with some nacho cheese? Go for it. Yes, I do. That salad or sandwich you packed for lunch? Why not? How about adding more nacho cheese to your nacho cheese naked chicken chalupa? Absolutely. That is something I actually want to do. So, yes, I will do that. Um, so, here's the problem with here's the problem with nacho cheese, though. You don't put it on apples, Canada. Get the fuck it. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> the problem with nacho cheese is that, like, I don't put nacho cheese on a lot of things, but mostly because it's always in public and I don't want to be. I'm embarrassed at trying to put nacho cheese on things that oh, shouldn't have nacho cheese. And if there's a billboard, that's, like, super public. Well, if I had some kind of like home nacho cheese machine, I'm probably putting that on everything. I mean, bring a bucket, fam. 
that's less embarrassing than just putting it on my food. <laughs> yeah, hold on, Curtis. It, <laughs> so, well, you say it's for your friend Kush. Mm. You know, you know, he likes that cheese. Curtis, would you be more or less embarrassed to get some nacho cheese at your Taco Bell? You just, you know, when you go to Taco Bell to dine in, um, and you take some nacho cheese back to your table. That's pretty, I mean, in Michael's scenario, that's embarrassing. But you're saying it'd be less embarrassing to go up to the counter, fill up, I don't know, 10 little cups of nacho cheese and put it in your jacket pocket for the walk home so they stay warm because it's cold in Chicago. So body heat's going to keep your nacho cheese warm on the way home for your shame I'm not saying at Taco Bell I am embarrassed to, to get nacho cheese. But like, for example, when I get... If I go to like a concession stand and they have nachos back there, I want to tell them to put take that nacho cheese they would put on the nachos and put it on literally anything else I'm going to buy, whether it's like a hot dog or French fries or who knows what else in my soda, whatever. <laughs> and I don't because that that I don't want to have to look this this high schooler working at this concession stand in the eye and say, hey, put nacho cheese on everything I just ordered. I do like the idea, Michael. You just t- you did touch on some covert nacho cheese uh, operations that I did like. Put it in your cup. <laughs> Get that souvenir novelty cup from the stadium. <laughs> top that bad boy up with nacho cheese. Now we're talking. Now we're in business. Now, That's going to last mm-hmm. you for a couple mm-hmm. days. Heck yeah. Until my dad comes by after the game and steals the souvenir cup. Because that's what my dad does at stadiums. He walks through the stadium and picks up all the souvenir cups that he could find. That people have carry. just left there on the ground? What? My dad's a maniac. How many souvenir in, cups in Florida? Florida? <laughs> My dad has a couple souvenir cups. That's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> he doesn't pick them up from the ground. If they're left in a cup holder, he will take it home with him. When we went to, when we took him to Wrigley Field a couple years ago, homie uh-huh. walked out with at least six cups. Mm. <laughs> He's a dangerously insane individual. Those are better than Florida cups, which are full of tobacco spit. Mm, yep. So absolutely true. Um man, Taco Bell Canada is just on, on some fucking next level shit. Um last year, uh no, sorry, uh two years ago, October 2016, they um offered a staycation where they had a in Toronto again, an Airbnb where people could win a prize. Of course, that, yes. Uh, uh, so chat chat in Ontario. Uh, it had two sets of bunk beds, comfy chairs, and a big screen TV. Between servings of double steak, double dillas, the guests will enjoy playing games, watching movies, and more. And just like any luxury stay, a Taco Bell butler will be available throughout the evening to make sure your guests have everything they need. Can you imagine anything worse than staying in a Taco Bell Airbnb full, packed to the gills with steak quesadillas, other than having a Taco Bell employee there to give you <laughs> cheese whenever you needed it? I feel very bad for the Taco Bell employee after I ate nothing but steak, steak oh cheese quesadillas from Taco Bell I mean, filled with nacho cheese. Not to steal too much from a Mike Birbiglia joke, but when I eat Taco Bell, my biggest feeling is relief that no one else saw me eat it. <laughs> if I had to have an outsider, and someone employed by the company, look at me and watch me and... Ask me if I needed to be topped off on steak double dillas. I'd have a pretty bad time. Especially when the answer is always yes. Yes, keep them coming. Never stop. Don't look me in the eyes. Give me more double dillas. Thank you very much. Goodbye. So this article says, though, that the billboard is also being used to promote Taco Bell's new menu edition, the Naked Chicken Chalupa. The Nacho Cheese Naked Chicken Chalupa. But this just says the the Naked Chicken Chalupa. 
Did, did Toronto not have the naked chicken chalupa before now? Those poor fucks. <laughs> That's why they're so hard on it right now. They're begging, please, please bring it to us. We've heard so oh, much. Oh, it's only for one day for three hours. Hmm. Oh, I could fill a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if bring anything. Your, bring your buckets to 482 Queen Street West in Toronto, Canada and fill up your bucket. Maybe we can do like a fire, like an old school fire system where we just hand buckets down. They did mm-hmm. say it's unlimited. Yeah. And Michael, if anything, I think the one day mitigates your your worries that people going to get nasty on it. That's true. And it'll be dirty. I mean, I could get pretty nasty on this thing in a day, but, you know, it, it mitigates some of that risk. What time do you think people are going to line up? It, start, it goes 7, from 1130 a.m. to 230 p.m. on a Saturday. What, what, what date? What time do you think people are going to... But what day of the of it's a Saturday the month uh, January nineteenth? Um, th- people are already in line. <laughs> they're intense. They have their Nintendo Switch. They have they're all their buckets sitting. ready. Their souvenir mm-hmm. cups lined up. <laughs> they have they have two buckets, or three buckets probably. One is for water, filled with water right now, so they'd never have to leave. Yep. One is ready for that good cheese. The other's a toilet. Yes, please. The other is the other's a toilet. And at some point, <laughs> at some point, you will not know the difference. Boys, where does Taco Bell rank on that shame circle? Like, is it a tick below or above Sparrow? Here's the thing. Here's the thing with Taco Bell. Someone sees you eating at it, you're just like, oh, God. Here's the thing with Taco Bell. I would eat Taco Bell more often if it was more socially acceptable. Mm Mm-hmm. It is the one thing that that I have shame when I eat. Is that the one? So like you get kind of Wendy's, you're good, Yeah, whatever. I'm eating these nuggies. I'll tell everyone I'm eating nuggies. Okay, okay, okay. They're good on social media, so that counts. BK. Kind of dipping your toe in that shame. Nah, that shame I pool. only go to BK for breakfast, and their croissant witches are on point. So fully, fully on point. Okay, Dunkin' Donuts. Nah, Dunkin' Donuts is his choice. Hey, please right. respect the brand. It's just Dunkin'. It's now. true. Thank it you is Dunkin'. I'm sorry. My bad. It's either Dunkin' or Donkeys. Donkeys. Okay, here we go. Domino's Pizza. I mean, that's fine. That's I, whatever. I yeah, I mean, Domino's. It, it, if you have other pizza options that are better, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna be like, huh. Eh. But honestly, the only one I find shame in, you, I'll, I'll, I ate a, a little Caesar's hot and ready f- <laughs> that five dollar thing a couple weeks ago because I was waiting on the on a tow company to let me into my car, and I just was sitting there for four hours. I drove and got a, uh, I drove and got a, a little hot and ready. Yeah, and it was fucking what's, great. What's funny is I think I think the the Pizza Hut personal pan pizza has somehow made itself so respectable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody's like, well, you're traveling. What are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, I mean, and like. <laughs> And like even like Popeyes and and stuff like that, like that has some kind of that's, like that's yeah, fine, that's that's great. But like the Taco I mean, honestly, Bell, the only one I'm ashamed of is Papa John's, and that's because of the racism, mm, not because of the pizza. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's, you can't do it. You can't do it. I also so don't like the so. the uh, Papa John's because their weird garlic butter gives me diarrhea. But you know, <laughs> well, that's what the buckets for. <laughs> But yeah, the, the the Taco Bell near us has a has a big window open in front, so like you can see everyone inside the Taco Bell, and that's part of the reason I don't go in there. But it also serves alcohol, right? It does, and it serves real alcohol. Canteen, so yeah. like a lot of the Taco Bell cantinas just serve like yeah. Baja Blast margaritas or some shit. But like the one in Wicker Park actually serves like local beers, like Revolution, and like they have Dos Equis, and they have like actual beers and drinks, and not just Baja Blast. You know Tom Collins. I kind of like the thought of getting drunk and then getting my drunk food in the same exact spot. Like that's pretty good. If I don't have to travel to get my tea bell, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Let me let me ask y'all a question, okay? Uh, and I just thought about this when it comes to to shame. I think 
as Floridians, we wouldn't be ashamed to do this. But what if any of your non-Southern slash Florida friends, which if, which one of these is worse to have them watch you order and eat your meal? Sunny's or Waffle House? Ooh. Well, in Atlanta, there's no shame in Waffle House. That's actually the... I think if you get Waffle House to go well, and eat it like on your couch, then yeah, you're actually a war criminal. What, we got to get outside. We got to go above the Mason Dixit for Waffle House, but it's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know, the, actually the most embarrassing thing to eat? White Castle. Mm. White Castle. <laughs> uh, getting, a, getting, a sack, yeah. getting a sack there it is. Of, uh, of 30. You found it. And just housing oh, those bad Crystal, boys. Is Crystal worse? I think Crystal, Crystal might be worse. It's <laughs> a <So> good <laughs> That's a good point. I kind of—they're like the same place to me. Because if you saw if you saw any one of your friends, I don't care. I don't care race, creed, age, income. If you saw them walking out of a crystal or white castle, you just you immediately go, "What is some? Are you okay? Okay, okay, friend? Okay. (laughs) Did you see that they had like a package where you could get married at a white castle? They had like a whole marriage package. They would like cater it with white castle, and there was like a. You got like an onion ring or some shit. I don't know, man. It was fucked up. What are the options at White Castle besides sack of burgers, sack of fries? Onion rings. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess, but only if you're only if you're proposing right now. That's the only time you get O rings. Sorry. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> All right, sorry, gents. Said- uh, yeah, I think that's gonna do it for us. Um, unless we, do we have anything else we want to jump into? Yeah, some some stupid albums. Uh, just gonna. Oh yeah, gonna, let's. We're gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna I'm going to go full fire mode. If you don't know uh, about what happens when I travel down this show, I got records in my room. <laughs> okay, here we go. The Fort Collins something hotel full of albums. Curtis. Gonna, no, I just, I hope it's better this time. It was bad last night. The, the last so. ones were bad. So please reveal. Yeah. Let's go. And this, these are a surprise to you too, right? Yep. Just the West Side Story soundtrack. All right. Okay. Classic. Sure. Okay. okay. Original cast. When you're a jet. You're a jet all the way from your first cigarette till your last uh, dying day. Yep. We got we got Natalie Wood, Richard Bramer, Russ Tamblin, Rita Moreno, and George. Brick Tamblin. So yeah. <laughs> Brick killed a guy. <laughs> all right, what, what do we got? I uh, can't see it. Move, move it to the. Oh, that's why. That's we why. got it backwards. What is oh, this? Elvis. Okay. Move it to the left. Move it to your left you? a little bit. No. Oh, you're yes. Yeah, the, the sun sessions. sessions. What's what's on that bad boy? It looks bad. It looks very Let's bad. He he looks oh, like yeah. a mariachi on the front of that one. Yeah, that that's all right. Uh, Blue Moon, Kentucky. I don't care if the sun don't shine. Good rocking temple. Uh, no, that's really good stuff. Can I have an unpopular um, opinion alert? Um, Go for it. I don't think Elvis is that good. What? Oh what no, man! I'm yeah. gonna fight you on that one, Michael. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't, get a bad can't. opinion out of this show. Don't even. <laughs> Can't believe you say such like, wow, what a what a jerk o- you are! Overrated. Like a lot of the other music around that same time that like wasn't done by white people was like way better. No, Michael, how <laughs> dare you with that? Oh, that's a hot take, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I can't, I can't abide by what you're saying. That's right, um, man. I wish I were drunk for that opinion. I can't. I can barely take it. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like this is like early crap. So it's from the fifties. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, you know I, all the stuff you guys said. I, music's better. Just come on. Apparently, that when that album was re-released in nineteen seventy six, because they are all songs from fifty four and fifty five. Curtis, you are correct. Um, voice Village Voice critic Robert Chrisgow hailed the Sun Sessions as the rock reissue of the year. Fuck this guy. Nineteen seventy six. 
what else came out in 1976? Holy shit. In 2003, the album's 1999 extended two-CD reissue was ranked number 11 on Rolling Stones magazine's 500 greatest albums of all time. What? How how good are these tunes, though? Okay, oh, Dirty oh, ACDC came oh, out music? with an album in 76. Stevie Wonder. It said re-release. Bob Dylan. This album is in the National Recording Registry of the Library of Congress. Wait, what? Huh? Guys, we might need to listen to this. This 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 thing's got some slappers on. Guys, it. can I? So so I was looking up albums that came out in 1976, and one of them on here is Rush 2112, which I'm not sure if you're aware of Rush 2112, but it is a single album, or it is an album that is a single song, the entire thing. It's like 38 minutes of a single song. Sounds pretentious as fuck. So I have a story it's about the, this. It, it best the third best. We Rush went album. to a bowling alley in in some <laughs> random area of Orlando, and when we went in there, it was um, let's see, it was Christmas Eve, I believe, or the day after Christmas. I can't remember which one. And they closed the bowling alley, and there was just the bar there. And we walked into the bar, and it was full of just very sad older gentlemen just drinking by themselves on a Christmas Eve. And it was me and uh, Rachel and brother-in-law and his fiance, And they were playing some really shitty music, like Papa Roach or some shit. Um, and so they had a touch tune. So I went on my phone, and I did touch tunes, and I was like, yeah, let's, let's liven this shit up a little bit. And I put on some, like, Childish Gambino, some Kendrick Lamar, you know. And you ruined those sad, I lonely men. So Christmas after Eve. three songs, though, all of a sudden Rush comes on. The song and I was like, okay, yeah, they they jumped in here, no big deal. And then after a while, I was like, I feel like the song ended and restarted again, but it still says it's the same song. And about fifteen minutes in, I was like, I looked it up and I was like, these motherfuckers just used whatever credits they had to bump me in line to play Rush twenty one twelve on this Touch That's- Tunes jukebox. And that I was is such an amazing, sad, lonely old I man. I literally move. looked over at the just the, the bar over there. No one was making eye contact with me, but I just kind of like saluted them. And I was like, that is amazing. I I I I don't know what to say to that. You got me. That is such a power move. You got me. Because in order to skip somebody on touch tunes, you have to have a certain amount of uh credits based on the number of song plays that you've paid for. Good for him. So like Rushing he wasted friend. one of his like magic tokens. To really stick it to me. I wonder how many times he's done that. I mean, like, I mean that must be something he, like they have. That's like that's his go-to move. If any like millennials walk in and start <laughs> playing music from after 1998, all right, here it goes. <laughs> I was I was I was listening to that Papa Roach, but um, I'd ra- I'd rather listen to Slipknot. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Puddle of Mud was up next. Uh, okay, well, fuck this guy. Uh, I guess here comes some rush. I had to do it. Also, Michael, you described where you were as a random part of Orlando. That's not fair. There are no non-random parts of Orlando. <laughs> That's a good point. Try, try, try to name everything, one. Everything, is, everything in Orlando is 20 to 30 minutes away from literally everything else. Like, you could be in the same neighborhood, but somehow it's going to take you 20 to 30 minutes to get there. This is what I have learned. And every time I ask, hey, how far do you get to here? How far do you get to here? About 20 to 30 minutes. Cool. Yeah, here's Thanks. a here's a pr- another pro tip from uh, the Tilt Boys. Don't go to Orlando. Mm, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Don't. 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 Disney's in Kissimmee. Just do that. You're good. All right, Curtis. What's that? Right, what's here. up next? Oh, let, let it, it be. be. Okay. That's a, that's a solid. Okay. You got some, you you got some good ones. All right, Fort okay. Collins. Okay. I'm surprised it wasn't in Spanish. 
Yeah. It, it, are we sure it's not? Like, like Debajo low. No, Go is, for it. A, Keep going. This is a new. This is a new. Story. <laughs> Star. Central to the content of the film, let it be, was that they performed live for many of the tracks. Not, nothing. Nothing in Spanish. Right. Let it be. Let it be. All right. What's up right. next? No Mars. The Hollow Ser. Sorry. From the Hungry Eye, the Kingston Trio. The Kingston Ooh, trio. I do not know sure. what that is. Put that one in the trash can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, three nerds in red shirts. Cool. Got it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. Short stack. Short so, stack this week. Okay. Got some good talking. All right. Well, you got nice. you got you got West Side Story. You got Elvis. You got the Beatles. They figure you know if you can't figure out something from there, then fuck you. Hmm. All right. Well, gents, yeah. I think that's gonna do it for us this week on Trends in Little Places. Curtis, thank you so much for joining us. Love um, doing it. Everyone, if you like uh, if you like this episode, you can find out more information probably at goodbuddymedia.com. I don't know. I haven't checked, uh, but I did forget to renew the domain, so that one might not be up. I will d- I'll double check before the show goes out that we still do have a website. Um, you, can ch- you can find out more information there. You can also find out information on our sister show, The Longest Days of Our Lives, which we swear to God is coming back. Curtis, would you like to explain where that show's been? Um, the- so... And then and we, <laughs> you're breaking out. And, and then we took the trips. You're driving through a tunnel. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, <laughs> that show will go up. We're editing it. I swear to Christ, it's going to go out soon. We will finish season two and then we will we will start season three in the we'll next two weeks. Jump or so. right into season three. We are very excited again. That is, I think our it's definitely my favorite season. I think three and four are, are, are super great. Yep. So we're looking forward to that. Um, so that will be going up soon. Um, Michael, how else can people help us out? You can help us out by finding us on uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at TILP cast. Um, and when you do, please uh, follow us um, and like our post, favorite them, retweet them to your friends and enemies. And, uh, you know, just, just tell everyone that uh, they should listen to us. Um, you can also find us on your uh, podcast app of choice um, by searching for Trends in Low Places. And please hit that subscribe button and, um, you know, give us a rating and or a review if you would be so kind. And that would really help us out. Yeah. Curtis, I think we have an email address. And so we come back and we do the kind of stuff. Good buddy media. <laughs> At gmail.com. Are you doing your shy Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we read everything we get. Shoot us a story. Shoot us a message you want if you want to just say hi. If you want us to read a message on air to a fellow listener, you can do that. Just shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Um, you got Mike, you, have you any? want a shower thought? I would love a shower thought. Yes. Okay. This is uh, <sighs> posted by Nemesis CR. I love that guy. I love his work. If pigs could fly. Their wings would probably taste really good. Oh, fuck. Hmm. Right? Can you imagine hmm. how fucking good a pig wing a would taste? Wing? Fuck, a little buffalo sauce. Mm. 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 Man. Ooh. Is it wrong now I want to eat an angel's? <laughs> okay, quick quick question. Scientists, get question. on this. Do you, do you fry that and then sauce it? Man, guys, I just, I think you do, because now I'm just thinking about, hey, what if chicken wing, but ham? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What if you take that chicken wing, you wrap it in ham and bacon? No, but what if the chicken wing was ham? I know. Damn. So that means that the outside is a little chicharron. Mm. (laughs) Pork skin. Mm -hmm. uh, You're you're eating pork skin. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go eat some food real quick. 
Yeah. All right, yo, fellas. It's been yo, lovely talking with you. Our next business venture is pig wangs. Spelled pig wangs. <laughs> Isn't that how uh, Benedict Cumberbatch says pang- penguins? <laughs> yes. He says peg wangs. Peg wangs. Gentlemen, it's been lovely talking with you. I love you, buddy. Love y'all too. <laughs> Toodles. Toodles.